0: stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Zach in for Rob Breckenridge. Good afternoon. We've been talking about hockey a little bit today. The conversation just naturally turned there. Uh, This particular topic was a curious one of mine. uh, Because I've seen a lot of things over the last few weeks in hockey. I've seen parents um, literally have the bolts fall out of their neck at hockey games. And there was two things that happened in two straight games that I noticed. And in one particular case, maybe the ref was having a bad day. Doesn't matter. Parents were getting thrown out of the rink. Parents are yelling at the refs. Refs started throwing the coaches out, um, just trying to deal with it. And I'm not judging the refs for what they did. It's what happened on the ice next that made me realize that the parents are The parents were ruining the, that particular hockey game because it was a five-on-four, and all nine of the kids, this is Bantam AA, so this different cities. All nine kids, uh, the players, are standing in the circle talking to one another while their parents are arguing with the referee from both teams, just standing there socializing. That was a good clue that this is nothing to do with the game. But then I saw something else happen. I saw it last weekend. I saw a referee go up to the coaches and the players before the game and specifically say no hits from behind. Good leadership from the referee. On the first shift, a kid gets buried from behind. No call. Later in the game, a kid goes barreling into the net. Our, our guy should have got a penalty for hitting the goalie. Didn't. Got a two-hander on the back of the head. Got a spear in the groin. Right in front of a linesman, no penalty. And that's the question because we put up GoPro cameras at our hockey games. So the question was, okay, well, in the first case, the parents had really, really got all lit up and kind of screwed up the hockey game. And in the second case, somebody missed something. What can we do about it? And that's where this conversation started. So I wanted to reach out to somebody who knows what they're talking about uh, and can help us understand what we can do and where this goes. Craig DeCourcy is Provincial Referee-in-Chief with Hockey Alberta. Hey, Craig. Hey, how's it going? I'm good, thank you very much. Thanks for taking the time to come uh, have this conversation with us um, because I think it's a curious one where a lot of parents feel particularly disempowered in this conversation, Craig.
1: Uh, I I would uh, completely agree as a uh, a parent with kids in hockey and the referee in chief, I I have a couple hats to wear. So I can certainly uh, relate to, uh, to the, what you've just described.
0: Is mentorship for young referees a problem in hockey today?
1: Oh boy. What a big question. Um, I would say there's a couple answers to that in that, uh, we do do a lot of mentorship uh, through the season. Um, we have about 5,400 officials in Alberta, and and we we get about 2,000 to 3,000 new ones every year. And uh, and we work our hardest to to mentor those young officials as they come in. And the the goal is to have them uh, work with a senior official or actually have a what we call a shadow or mentor on the ice to help give them the confidence and, and guidance they need early on. Um, but that said, while we do a lot of good work, uh, we, we have a lot more to do, and, uh, and and we need more help and more support from uh, from all facets, not just officials, but from the minor hockey associations and, and Hockey Alberta.
0: It takes a special person in today's world of refereeing to have the courage and the strength to stand there, and to stand there uh, on the ice. And I watched a referee last year who was a young man, about 15 or 16 years old, and he got, the, the, the play was very simple. There was discrepancy of whether the puck had touched the netting or not. That was it. That's the what happened. Mm-hmm. Someone from, some uh, parent from the crowd made a short joke and yelled at the ref. And this, this young man had the courage to throw him out. That's it, you're out. And then, as the parents kept, uh, kept um, yelling, regardless of who was right or wrong about the call, it didn't stop, and that young man went to the coach and said, get your parents under control or I'm going to throw people out. And then went and dealt with the the call and tried to do a face-off everything else. Didn't stop. Threw out the assistant coach. And then mm-hmm. the coach turned around and climbed the grass glass and started yelling at the parents, you guys need to be quiet because you're killing us here. Yeah. And so regardless of that's the right way to do it or not, there are some amazing people that are strong and they stand up to this. And... There was a, one more scenario that I want to tell you about in defending referees is that there was, I saw a parent yelling at a referee. And at the time I was coaching on the other team. And I leaned over to the other, the other gate coach from the other team and said, Hey, do you know that ref's 14? Right. And he's, and he says, no, I didn't know that. I said, do you think you could tell your parent that's now swearing at a 14 year old kid? Like a forty-year-old man swearing at a fourteen-year-old kid, and and that changed things. Do we lose perspective, and do referees do we feel like that is this rampant as it seems to be?
1: Oh, I would say we. we, Answer the first question. I I do believe we do lose perspective, and uh, you know your your comment around you know a young official, and people don't realize they just see that black and white jersey, and they think that that official's been. You know, working uh, hockey for the last 20 years, and, and, and they're fully experienced and capable of working the hockey that, that they happen to be on the ice uh, trying to officiate, and and people need to understand that th- these kids ha- need to have an opportunity to learn. They can start as young as 12 or 13 years old, and and quite honestly, but it, it takes three seasons, I would say, at least before they start feeling really confident and sure on the ice and able to handle those kinds of situations you're talking about. And so the perspective piece is huge. And, and, and as a coach, I think you did the right thing. And I, and I think we need more parents to, to stick up uh, for people in the, in, in, the, uh, in the game, whether it's the players or, you know, I've heard play- parents yelling at players from the other team. And we need parents to hold each other accountable. It, it can't just be the coaches. It can't just be the referees. We, you know, we all play a part in this. And uh, if we want this great game to be, you know, even greater, we need to hold each other accountable to, the game is certainly emotional, and I think as officials we need to understand that and, and understand that the yelling isn't always at us. Um, but uh, you know, there's there's a line that uh, we often cross. Uh, we let our emotions get the best of us, and, and I think when we're calm and we reflect on it later, we realize, geez, that wasn't the right thing to do. But um, it, it, it hurts our kids, it hurts our officials, it it hurts the program, and then when we have people that can't uh, maintain that perspective.
0: Well, and not to be lost that passion is is not welcome because that's certainly not what we're talking Absolutely. about uh craig craig de provincial referee in chief for hockey alberta that's a there's a lot there for <laughs> to have to deal with question that comes in craig from a guy named ed uh, ed says do they need to pay referees more in order to help fix this problem
1: boy i you know I, some referees out there might get angry at me when i say no but um you know frankly like yeah, the pay is pretty good it's uh Minimum wage are better, you know, you can work a novice or an Adam game and you're going to make anywhere from 20 to $30. And, and those, in the big cities, those games are only an hour long. Out in the country, uh, you know, in the rural areas, uh, that'll be an hour and a half uh, game and, and they'll still make that, you know, 20 to $30. So the, the pay is pretty good and uh, i think it's very comparable to any uh you know job that this that a young person can get uh, early in life whether it's delivering papers or you know working at the fast food chain so i, I don't know that pays the problem um you know we we have to be cognizant i mean we'd all love you know more money but at the same time that that comes from somewhere and you know parents have to pay at the end of the day and we don't want hockey to be out of reach of people either so We've got to find the balance, and you know pay might help with some officials and, and at some levels, but it, it isn't the uh, silver bullet for sure How does it
0: work do Does every association schedule referees on their own through the structure that is hockey Alberta? How does that work
1: yeah um, we've divided Alberta into six regions, uh, and then those regions will coordinate assigning uh, with local minor hockey associations. And uh, and and designate uh, usually officials or parents of officials. Anybody that's got some interest, uh, we'd like to have somebody with an officiating background. Um, that person will then coordinate and schedule officials, uh, working with the minor hockey association. So, in a big center like Edmonton or Calgary or Red Deer, we've we've got peop, you know a, a well structured program in place where. Uh, We'll have a novice assigner and an atom assigner and so on. And then when you get into the smaller towns, it might be one person assigning all the uh, officials, but there's always a connection to the uh, officiating group. So we've got myself and and then I've got a a group of officials that that work with me and uh, across all the regions to try and uh, deliver the hockey uh, or the officiating that the hockey is looking for. So that's big picture. That's sort of how it works.
0: Understanding that when the kids play hockey, they go out and they 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 do their shift. And similar to a goalie, um, they'll make 10 mistakes on a shift. Right, right. A uh, goalie makes one mistake and everybody notices it. Referee makes one mistake and both teams notice it. Uh, <laughs> no. You know, this way or, or that way, right? I mean, understanding that that is the case. People have bad days, but this is a safety right. thing as well. So ask the question back to my original story. When we as parents watch the ref come over to the benches and say, no hitting from behind, and then on the first shift, on the first dump-in, a kid gets absolutely buried, and there's no yeah. call. And then when you go to later in the game, where now I have video of this, uh, that we took, because again, we put up GoPros, because I remember in the Alberta Junior Hockey League, when I was playing hockey, uh, when it became mandatory to videotape every game. Correct, yeah. Um, and... You know, maybe there's a business opportunity here uh, for somebody to record games and offer it as a service. I don't know. But um, the reality is, um, what can I do now as a parent? Now, in this particular game, you know, everybody's, you know, what happened and this and that. And I didn't see the spearing. I went back to the video to find it. Right. What can I do? Because at least there's got to be a teaching tool by providing that. And at least there's got to be some sort of consequence somewhere. Where, right. where on, on this particular, I don't allege what the linesman did or did not see, but when these things are happening right in front of a referee and that's the way that they are taking to the game, what can we do about that?
1: Very good question. So as I'll address it from a parent perspective because, you know, I'll just first off, you know, a referee has two jobs in, in our mind and that's to keep the game safe and, and to make sure it's fair and uh, you accomplish those two goals, you, you know, you've done your job, whether or not you, you know, miss a trip in the, in the neutral zone or not. Um, so keeping that in mind, when the referee does make a mistake and, and we do believe that there is a parent, there's a teaching opportunity, uh, you know, there is a course of action, and that course of action is you know, through the team, team coach and manager. They would then relay that concern to uh, their local minor hockey association who would then? They know how to get in touch with the uh, local referee association, and or, or referees group, and and pass on that coaching opportunity. And you know, it's uh, it, it's a challenge, right? We don't have video in every game. We don't have somebody watching every game. We do have a very well functioning supervision program. We in the in the province, we watch you know six five to six thousand games a year, and and provide that coaching opportunity. Um, But when uh, a parent's got something that they think is worthwhile, and if they approach it in the right way as a coaching opportunity and not saying, hey, you know, I never want to see that referee again, um, I I think we're very receptive to that. And and when we do have multiple instances of of an official who's not meeting our expectations or the expectations of the hockey that they're working, um, we have uh, suspended officials, we have fined officials. There There is recourse and there are... We do hold the, the officials to account uh, when it comes down to it. Um, but to get immediate satisfaction at a, as a parent at a particular game is, is hard, and it's a bit of a long, slow process. But uh, I do believe it's worthwhile because we do want to know uh, when we do have issues. We want to try to address it, and we can't be everywhere. And, uh, we, you know, as we know, there's, there's lots of cameras out there in, in the world these days.
0: Well, and today it seems uh, crazy to think that somebody somewhere doesn't catch it, you know?
1: Right. You know, there's likely there's, there's uh, some video somewhere that, that, that would show, uh, you know, an opportunity for, for an official to uh, recognize where they made a mistake or, or where they didn't. And, you know, as, uh, you know, on this particular issue, you know, I've been in conversations with Hockey Alberta and, and, you know, one of the big things that officiating comes down to, and you mentioned that official at the start of the game saying, you know, I'm, I'm going to be really tough on uh, checks from behind. He set himself up for success. Or he or she then, unfortunately, didn't follow through on that. But the point is communication is is critical as an official. And it's hard, you know, at that 13 to, say, 17-year-old age group that they don't always have that courage to come over and have that conversation. But, um, you know, even if that conversation is, Coach, you know, I missed that. I didn't see it. Here's what I did see. You know, we're going to play on. Um, it does. It goes a long way to diffusing the the tension and the emotion of the game, and uh, that's something that uh, you know I know myself and Hockey Alberta be focusing on over the over the next few seasons because anything we can do to provide the officials with more tools to to have those conversations and and have the courage to to engage with the coaches or, and the players, uh, it's to the benefit of the game.
0: Um- One of the texts that did come in, I want to ask you as we wrap up here, Craig, is that um, uh, as a former coach and hockey coordinator, the solution I've always felt, this texter's perspective, that was uh, necessary for minor hockey referee to have another ref watching from the stands, uh, maybe incognito, uh, if for nothing else I would take that as mentoring and be able to contribute from out of the heat of the game.
1: Yeah, Yeah. we do have that program in place, and that's those... At, you know five to six thousand supervisions we complete annually uh, we do do that we have volunteers uh, throughout the province that will you know sit in the stands watch a game um, you know i'm one of those many hundreds of uh, volunteers uh, the reality is an official might get seen once a season and uh, we need to do more than that we need to do better and be able to follow up on that and and there are officials that will receive two or three or four coaching uh opportunities through the season but uh, you know, it's uh, it, it's a great suggestion, and, and we're looking at ways to do more than what we are.
0: Uh, Craig DeCursey, Provincial Referee and Chief Hockey Alberta. Thanks for your time today, Craig.
1: I really appreciate the conversation.
0: Yeah, thank, thank you. you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 12.30 on News Talk 770 Calgary.